0: And welcome to the Social Podcast.
1: We are a young adult ministry of Cross Church here in Northwest Arkansas. The Social is a place where you are only new once, with people you can be real with, for a purpose that is changing the world. We are here for you. Come along with us as we dive into topics on young adults, culture, and following Jesus. To learn more about the Social, go to thesocialnwa.com or follow us on social media. Let's jump into today's episode.
0: what is up social welcome to another episode of the social podcast Ooh. i'm here with my friend izzy hey and aaron trusty our special guest oh, today special Hello.
1: guest come
0: on the man of lander's toyota soon to be trusty toyota lander's
2: None. auto group
0: oh, oh okay to be specific yes. put in my place and i'm ben <laughs> and it's good to be here on the podcast so how are y'all doing today
1: Good. Aaron, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Honestly, we, we we were talking about this earlier, but like young adults, like y'all have like full-time jobs and Aaron's pretty big, pretty big time that he could just leave his job to come do a podcast with us.
2: Well, we have to do a little finagling, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> make it managed
2: to work out today.
1: We make it work. But Aaron, you've been here with our young adult ministry for since the beginning. Tell us yep. about just like your time at The Social, formerly known as The Porch.
2: So, basically, I started coming in 2019. I think I was here for the very first one, but um, a buddy of ours um, at another church I was attending at the time um, knew Jeremy um, from school and was one time told a whole bunch of us that went to this church, like, hey, my buddy Jeremy's doing this new ministry at Cross Church called The Porch, and it's an extension of The Porch in Dallas at Watermark. Um, we should go check it out. So, I was like, okay, why not? So. Go to it, and then um in the meantime, I was already kind of looking for a different church, and I just kind of got plugged in here. Really great community and just awesome preaching, great leaders, and just kind of was a no-brainer just to kind of go ahead and get plugged in. So that like mid-summer, I kind of went full in and got completely plugged in here, but yeah. it's been awesome.
0: I will say, Aaron Trussy was really—I uh, know Jacob hosted me when I came and visited a year ago. And Aaron was really the guy who made me feel welcomed and took me Mm. all around. He took me to uh, Airship, Meteor, pretty much any coffee shop. He was on a big coffee and really a tea kick. That was your thing. Oh, come on. Yes, big tea (laughs) guy. (laughs) He's the
1: definition of a swoop leader. So if you don't know what swoop is, he's he's the guy to bring you into the fam, into the community. I
0: appreciate that. He's really a Swiss Army knife.
1: Honestly, for, for real.
0: he's like, I'll lead a small group, I'll lead a, a team. I'll, I'll swoop. open a door.
1: I'll hold a baby. I'll get people to go to would. the
0: retreat. He'll hold, he'll he'll hold a baby. Hold a baby. Come on, <laughs>
1: <I'll do laughs> I bet he would. <laughs> Anything. To I serve. bet he could get
0: there. He would get there. <laughs> yeah, Anything
1: awesome. to serve. But yeah. we brought Aaron in today because, in the spirit of Easter coming up, obviously Easter is this coming Sunday, um, and really just really getting our hearts focused on. Something that we don't ever want to get too comfortable with is just the power of the gospel, the power of the resurrection. And so we thought to bring you in, not by any means because you're an expert, um, but really just because we believe that we all have a calling and a, and a command that God has given us to share the gospel, to yeah. make disciples. And again, not, not because you're an expert or the best one out there, but you, you pursue that faithfully. So we wanted to bring you in just to, just talk about just in general we'll, we'll have some um other things to kind of dig into in a little bit but just like in general like when it comes to sharing the gospel where maybe talk about like years before or like early on in your faith like what was it what was the thought like that came through your mind of like okay sharing the gospel what does that mean for me what were your feelings about that tell us about that
2: i think a long time ago like in high school and like Wow, that was a long time ago. I think about that now, but we're
1: getting um, old.
2: Yeah. Uh, Hey, don't put me into that. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting old. (laughs) But um I was really shy actually in like middle school, seventh grade, through a lot of high school to the point to where like if you told me to go share the gospel with somebody, I'd be like, I don't think that's me, man. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that uh, this guy over here, Joe Smo, he should do that. Not me. I'm not. I'm just gonna screw it up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was like my thoughts on it for a long time. And then I don't know, just around college, I started coming out of my shell a little bit more, and kind of, just, I don't know, becoming who I am today. But that time, um I was working at Toyota and service department, and I was forced to just go and greet customers. I was the first person that they met walking into the dealership. So, I was pretty nervous with that whenever, for the first, like, month or so. After a while, though, it, like, really boosted my confidence. And it's, like, kind of just made me realize that, you know, what? these are just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, like, I mean, if I have a bad experience, I mean, like, if they start getting mad at me, I just walk away and go get a manager and come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I mean, at that point, it just kind of, I don't know, I just kind of clicked this a little bit more in a sense of, like, I mean, when you share the gospel with somebody, it's not... Is you just allowing God to share the gospel yeah. through you. Yeah. And it's like, if you're in the way of that, it's not going to go very well. But mm-hmm. uh, if you step out of the way and let God use you, let the Holy spirit move through you to talk to that person, there's really nothing to be scared of. Yeah.
1: That's really good.
2: And it's like, I've never had like a, I uh, maybe I need to share more. But yeah. <laughs> I've never really had a bad experience sharing the gospel with somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good.
0: So what do y'all think? Like how, do, what does it look like to get out of the way? I really like like kind of talking about that, like letting the Lord speak in and through you in your life, even Izzy too. Mm -hmm. What what does it look like to get out of the way in those conversations and really allow the Lord to speak in and through you? Yeah. I I think it is case by case. Yeah. What are some examples of that?
1: I mean, I think off the bat, like... Getting out of the way for me means like just getting out of my own head, thinking like I have to have the right words, I have to have the best presentation, need to say it eloquently, it needs to make sense. Like I will overthink even just what I'm about to say, and so getting out of the way looks like just like Izzy, like you're not performing, you're not going in front of a corporate meeting room that where you're having to have a big presentation. Like you're just being faithful to share the good news that saved you. Yes. So just make much of Jesus and less of yourself. Hmm.
2: I think with me, a lot of it, just like my pride will get in the way of like, man, I don't know if I'd know what to say to this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like this guy might ask me a question. I can't answer a lot of stuff. But I mean, like the biggest thing for me is just to like, if you feel the Lord like has ordained that moment for you to like talk about something with that person, just do it. Don't even think about it. Yeah. The more time you think about it, the more likely you're not going to do it. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, at least in my case, but like, I mean, from there, it's just like at that point, I mean, that's kind of surrendering to God in a sense because, I mean, you're just like, okay, God, well, I don't really know what's going to go on here, but let's do this thing. Yeah. Right. So, yeah.
0: No, I'm with you there. I think one thing that's been helpful for me, and this is something I'm still growing in. I think honest, honestly, really, even until coming to Arkansas, I wasn't very comfortable with just directly, plainly sharing the gospel mm-hmm. with somebody that I knew wasn't a Christian. Yeah. Like, if you're a Christian, I can go all day talking mm-hmm. about our testimonies and the goodness of God. Yeah. But then my boldness, I think really so recently is kind of, I tend to shell up, but I think one thing that's really helped, uh, Davin in the school ministry talks a lot about Mm -hmm. like the results aren't on us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you're just being faithful to tell your testimony or share the good news, but like them coming to know Jesus or not is completely out of your control and you can't claim the glory for that. And you also Mm -hmm. can't claim, the shortcoming for that, if it, yeah. if it doesn't come there, and so you're just planting and watering, but it's God who's yeah. really producing the growth. Yeah. So I think that that's been really helpful. Of I think you had said it before uh, of just being like nervous of I don't know what to say, and I think a lot of that comes from either I don't want to offend them or yeah. I don't want to mess it up mm-hmm. and like be their barrier to it, yeah. um, or yeah. be like the, the reason that they wouldn't come to Jesus because I didn't know their answer to their really random question. Yeah. I think it's less about that and more about. Just being faithful to share and yeah. trusting God to do what He can only do.
1: Yeah, and and with that, like Aaron, what do you do when people have questions that you don't know how to answer?
2: Uh, you find people know how to answer
0: them. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he is really good at doing that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've known multiple people that that he'll go and bring into a conversation, or I mean, you've even asked me some questions of like, what does that look like? Yeah. My, I don't know. Go ask Jeremy. Yeah.
1: And I think that's the key is the follow through yeah, because so it's so easy to even say like, you know what? Like, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. And crickets, they never get back to you, but yeah. you're really great at like follow through. Like, I'm going to either Appreciate find that. this answer somewhere. I'm going to research it or I'm going to find somebody who can talk to you more about this. And I think that's what, I think that's what a lot of people just crave is consistency. Like yeah. our world is changing so much, changes its mind so much. It's changing in so many different ways that in a way like everyone's craving some type of consistency and so even if like we can just be consistent to follow through with what we say we're going to do and what we, what we, what we say and what we believe. Um, cause I even think about just like, I'm constantly having to remind myself, like, Izzy, just be the one that stays constant. Let your ministry and your, and your, uh, message be consistent. My yeah. ministry is I'm going to love people. Yeah. I'm going to be there for people. I'm going to serve them. And my message is the gospel. My message is that only Jesus saves. And those two things need to remain constant in my life in order for that impact and that influence to have any power, yeah. you know, ultimately knowing that it's up to God to save them.
0: Yeah, it's really good. And
2: it's one of those things, too, that like, I mean, it, like you might think it's hard to find someone to be able to answer his question. But I remember there's one case. where One of our friends has a really tough question that he needed answered. And I was like, uh, I was at the social. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, Luke. Hey, Luke. um, Do you know somebody that can answer crazy like off the chart questions. And he's like, "Yes, I have a guy." <laughs> and then I proceed to go get dinner with these guys and they're talking about how quantum physics relates to Christianity. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, "I don't know what's going on here, but <laughs> like, <awesome>. I'm not <laughs> qualified for this."
1: <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But that's cool because it's just like even in the moment of like you never know who could know what or who could relate to somebody. I think that's also the power of just knowing people's stories. Yeah. We were kind of mentioning this earlier of just like I'm thankful for all these girls in my life that I know their stories that I have never walked through, anything that they've walked through. And then I come across a girl who's who's gone through, you know, something really heavy or really tough that I'm like, I've never been through that. But I know somebody who has and they can speak into that much better than I can.
0: Yeah. I, I think there's something too, and Aaron you model this really well of just you're talking about consistency. But also just consistently being around non-believers and just yeah. loving on them well mm-hmm. and meeting them where they're at yeah. to the point where your life is bearing witness to who Jesus is mm-hmm. and they see something different mm-hmm. in you or um, just in, in any Christian listening to this, like, oh, you, you have something that I don't. Yeah, you know, there, there's a guy in my small group and he's like, I, I came to this small group. He, he's agnostic and he's like, I came to this small group because my friend that goes here has something different that nobody else in my life has, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I wanted to see what that was. It's just really cool to see, um, as Christians, us just being faithful to, yeah. to even just be in community or, or taking time to be with believers and yeah. they, they see it. And then yeah. they start asking questions yeah. and it gives you a lot more freedom to, to really just preach the gospel boldly.
1: Yeah. And so. Usually, you know, like you hear this, especially if you've grown up in church, like in preteen ministry, student ministry, it's like, invite your friends to church, invite your friends to church. And yes, we should be inviting friends to church because the church, we share the gospel. But that doesn't mean that that is the only place where the gospel can be shared. Like that can happen across the table at a coffee shop or at dinner. So how do you go about starting a gospel conversation with someone you've built a relationship with, you know, a coworker, a friend, a neighbor, whatever? How do you start those conversations?
2: I mean, it's really just a matter of a couple of questions. I just kind of like ask them. I mean, one of the easiest ones to kind of figure out about their faith background real quick is like, hey, did you grow up in church? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. well," Or like, "Um, or, well, maybe I, I met like a couple of times with my family back in the day. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then you kind of take that and go where you need to go. But like a lot of times if they say like, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, so if you died right now on a scale from 1 to 10, how sure <laughs> would you be that you go to heaven? And yeah. obviously – anything other than 10 is failing mm-hmm. and it's just that's what um i learned that in college from somebody but it works every single time yeah and it's like because you can figure out real quick exactly where someone's at and then kind of determine from there what you need to talk about or where you need to go yeah and it's like i mean i've never had anyone just like i don't want to talk about this and stamp and leave wow. it's always been like okay i mean whenever you're doing that these people realize that like you care about them mm-hmm. yeah and it's like i mean you're not gonna go do that you're not trying to do that to prove a point you're trying to do that because we love them and we want them to come to heaven with us yeah that's and it's so just good. and they know that we're not trying to hurt them by any means so yeah. For the most part, so people will hear it out even if they don't believe it.
1: Yeah. And I and I love how drastic your the shift is from like, did you grow up in church to if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? But <laughs> it just sounds kind of drastic. But I think you have to look at people's eternity with in that perspective of this is a big deal. I want you to come to heaven. I want you to spend eternity. I want you to know, Jesus, that I do want to be, I want to want to ask you the hard questions.
0: Yeah. No, it's really good. I, I was reading a book one time, Francis Chan was mm-hmm. writing on hell and he was talking about how as he was writing uh, the book, literally that chapter he was writing it, he was sitting in a coffee shop mm. and just having the burden of like, probably a good amount of these people are going to hell because yeah. they don't know Jesus. Yeah. And just like feeling the weight of that. Yeah. Kind of, especially in our friends, but yeah. even just in public places of like, it's worth asking an uncomfortable question at the beginning. Yeah when somebody's eternity is on the line. Yeah.
1: And I don't think it always has to start off with such a drastic question like that. I think gospel conversations, a lot of times come with, come from, for me, at least they've come out of just talking about, because, you know, for the most part, everyone is willing to share what they're struggling with in some ways, or just like work is tough here, or my relationships here are tough or whatever. And like, Because the reality is, is this is a broken world. So brokenness is something that absolutely everyone on this earth relates to. That That's usually where I start. I'm just like, hey, well, you know, like God has better. Like God did not design us to live in brokenness. Like God has something better. And I just start there. I usually kind of format my conversations around the three circles, if you guys have ever um, dove into that. But just kind of starting in brokenness and kind of going, you know, I don't necessarily go in the right order, but I kind of start with brokenness and kind of shift back to like, but God's design, like God designed us to live in perfect relationship and harmony with him. But sin, like sin broke us Sin broke our world. And that is why we experience this. But the good news of the gospel is that we have hope. We have hope that Jesus has given us one for eternal life, but also for an abundant life here on earth that if yeah. we were to just trust in him, then we can experience that. And I think like usually when I just jump in and, and tell them like, Hey, can I tell you that there's hope? Um, everyone wants to hear about hope. That's not, that's not like an off, off topic thing, you know? Um, so how, what do you do when, you know, you have a gospel conversation and the person you're talking to is just not really about it. They're kind of opposed, maybe not necessarily com- completely reject it, but they're just like, ah, I don't know. I'm not really about that right now. Like, no, thanks. Like, how do you move on from that? Because again, we were talking about earlier, like people kind of get nervous about like, what do I do? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make my relationship with them awkward. Like, I'm afraid about that. So like, how do you move on from that rejection, that opposition?
2: Um, a lot of it is just, I mean, you just move on. I mean, honestly, you did what you're supposed to do. You act in obedience and shared what God wanted you to share. So, I mean, what you may think is a fail is actually a win because you're planting seeds there. And who knows whenever that might click sometime down the road, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, the fact that you shared is great. But, I mean, like, honestly, like, um, I mean, you just, if it's awkward, just like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And just completely change the subject parts off mm. of that because you don't want to, like, push them too much. Because if you push them too much, then they're going to get turned yeah. off to it even more. So it's just like you just switch off to something that, you know, they like to talk about. Mm. Like, hey, you going hiking this weekend? Yeah. You're going to go fishing? What are, you, what are you doing this weekend? Or just something random.
1: Yeah. Because the relationship's still yeah. there. Like people no. don't ever like to be looked at like a project of just like, oh, well, you didn't answer correctly or you didn't do yeah. what I wanted I ha- you to do. So moving on. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. You're off the mailing list. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I we're mean, still friends.
2: It's just one of those things that like you more than likely will have another opportunity to bring it up again. Like mm. I have friends that like don't believe. And like every so often, uh, like I get a chance. I'm like, "Hey, where are you at with this?" And yeah. I just kind of ask them, and if they don't want to talk about it, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, if they do, they'll talk about it, and you'll yeah. know. But I mean, yeah, it's just don't overthink yeah. it, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's really good. And I and again, I think it just goes by back to just being faithful to share the message and keep your ministry of that friendship and love consistent. Yeah. And so. Obviously like we are all as we are growing in our faith, growing in our skills or in maybe in our comfortableness, whatever that word is, um of sharing the gospel and being outright with our faith in a loving and gentle way. So what are some things that have helped you in feeling more confident to share the gospel? That have helped you kind of get better in your evangelism?
2: Honestly, just doing it. Practice makes perfect and it's mm-hmm. like The first couple times it's gonna be a little weird, but after a while, like I mean, I kind of have these conversations with most of my small group guys. Whenever I get a new guy into the group, um, I like to try to figure out where they're at, like spiritually, because I've there's been many times where I've been guilty of like, oh, this guy's like a plus Christian, Mm -hmm. and you meet up and they're like, whoa, (laughs) this guy (laughs) is not a believer, (laughs) and then it's like, it's crazy because like, um, I'll just assume, and then I could if I um, if I would have just like stayed where I was assuming it would, it could have not ended up great, if you know what yeah. I mean? But I mean, um, that's a whole side topic anyways, but, um, <laughs> basically really just doing it after yeah. a while, like you do it enough and it's just another conversation Yeah. and then you get so comfortable in doing it that, I mean, it may be an, a person who, you know, is going to be difficult, but I mean, just trust in the Lord. He's going to take care of you. If he put the opportunity in front of you, you need to take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. I, you kind of hit on it with the three circles, but I think having like some sort of consistent method that you use, mm-hmm. um, obviously like maybe not the same cookie cutout conversation, yeah. but having some sort of tool. I know there's um, like three circles. There's some different like apps and resources you could use. Mm-hmm. There's the I've never used this one, but different people are talking about it. There's like the cube. Thing. The Evangel Cube? Evange Cube, Ooh, that's what it is. Yeah, that is old um, school. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: there's the bridge method. The bridge
0: is a classic. Yes. And so just having something, the Romans Road, yeah. where it's like you have your consistent, uh, like you know where you're going with it, and yeah. something that you know well, and that you personally like, yeah. that it, it just helps in your confidence in sharing it, yeah. rather than like, kind of having a, a random conversation where it could go anyway, and yeah. be like, hey, can I just like walk you through this for five minutes or something, Yeah, yeah. and just kind of have the floor that's that's always helped me in a more formal presentation oh
1: yeah i like to have i like to be prepared i like to know at least like where i'm trying to get and i think that i think the biggest thing is that well we got to be bold enough to just make the ask of like hey now i've shared the gospel with you the news the good news of jesus like now here's the ask do you want to give your life to Jesus? Like, do you want to turn your life away from sin and turn it towards Jesus? And that's almost like, it's almost like we fear asking the question, but the times that I have asked that question and I've had many, no, not yet. So I'm not ready for that. I don't think so. But the times that people are like, I'm ready for that. Like, I want to give Jesus everything like that completely outweighs the nose, the rejections, the awkward conversation, the fear of jumping into the conversation. You know, like seeing someone come to faith in Jesus just pumps me up that I'm like, I want to do this every single day.
0: Yeah, was no, good.
1: Yeah. So we were talking about just kind of like equipping ourselves to be a little more confident in our um, just desire and knowledge to want to share the gospel. And so there's obviously so many things we can brush up on. Again, we'll never have the answer to every single question that people have, but we do want to equip ourselves with anything that we could use to be able to better effectively share the gospel. So whether that be looking into apologetics, just like how to defend your faith, looking into um, some of the major hot topic questions that people usually have, whether it be suffering, whether it be heaven and hell, whatever it may be, like looking deeper into scripture Scripture of what does the Bible say about these things because that is ultimately where the truth and our authority comes from. Um, but a resource that I want to plug for you guys is coming up on April 29th. We are doing our next social skills workshop. And at these... Events we pretty much just kind of equip you and your discipleship to Jesus, and this one in particular, we are going to be talking about the defense of the resurrection, which I'm super excited about, just to kind of dive into some apologetics and you know, especially in the Easter season, really celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, like. I, like, I get how that can be hard to believe for somebody. And so equipping ourselves with the, the knowledge and the, um, tools that we need to be able to have those conversations with people is so important. So if y'all want to join us, come to social skills on April 29th. And last but not least, we are looking forward to May 19th through the 21st, which Ooh, is our social so, retreat.
0: Come on, sign We're up.
1: Super excited. We would love for you to sign up. Erin, tell the people why they should come to the social retreat.
2: What else are you going to do that weekend? Sit on your couch.
1: Honestly. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) No, it's going to be fun. I mean, I mean, we're going to have a bunch of all of us there hanging out with people. And one thing that's really cool, I feel like, about like was events like this is you run into all these people and hang out with these people at the social for like, I don't know, 10 minutes after, 10 minutes before the social, but you don't really get to talk to them. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a good opportunity to be able to play pickleball with them, to like talk with them. And like really, you never know, you might become. Best friends with somebody at the social retreat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You just bond over sleeping over together.
0: (laughs) And and I'll say there's something for everybody at the camp. Yeah. Like it is going to be a really good weekend, whether you are like, I want to grow deeper in my understanding of theology and Mm -hmm. I want to have like a great worship weekend. Yeah. Or if you're like, I want to meet new people, like we're going to have a lot of cool late nights and different fun activities. If you're like, man, I just want to sit by a fire and play cards, like we have that. If you're into sports, if you're trying to relax, if you want to swim, if Mm -hmm. you want to, work out like you can if you want to play disc golf you could do anything literally anything
1: and it's not just for the outdoorsy sporty people that's not quite me but i'm all about the community and i think like something like this man i wish i had this i didn't grow up going to camp some y'all might have but i didn't grow up like that um so i'm excited to be able to spend just some intentional time with our people in just a different environment so it's gonna be really fun so we encourage y'all to sign up um it's gonna be a really great time
0: Prices are going up this Sunday. They
1: do. The prices go Easter up. Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. When he is risen, so are the prices. <laughs> so that's what we've been saying. We um,
0: bash that joke <laughs> with <know>. the hammer. Spam <laughs> 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 it.
1: But they're, they're going up. So sign up soon. We're super excited about it. But Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun last thing we always end with North- northwest arkansas faves you are on the hot seat tonight so okay. what is your favorite thing to do maybe on the weekend that the weather's getting better in northwest arkansas
2: Ooh. oh um i don't know i like to i mean we have some really cool hiking actually which a lot of people if you're not from syria don't realize that yeah. like ozark's about two hours away and some of the coolest trails and stuff you'll ever see yep that i
0: know, I know that drive well yes <laughs> my first that week drive here well i was in the back of aaron's <laughs> volkswagen getting car sick <laughs> going way over the speed i
1: love oh, it man. Man. we're looking Good forward times. to all the things to come the next few weeks and the next month but thanks for joining us you guys we'll catch you later on the social podcast
0: peace see you